welcome to another episode of Fans in Motion, the ultimate Night Ranger podcast, or as Andrew would say, the podcast you didn't know you needed. With me today is a uh, FIM member, a Fans in Motion member from all the way back when we first started this thing. Um, the the lady, the myth, the legend. Melissa Gong is with us today. Melissa has a great story. Some of you may already know it. Um, she was at the Hearts Away video shoot. And while she was there, she won something very special. Um, Jack's Pants from Seven Wishes and the what Sentimental Street uh, video. Uh, the 4 a.m. video. 4 a.m. video. So we will get to that um, in due time. But uh, Melissa, thank you for joining us or joining me. Andy and Brent uh, couldn't make it today. Robin was going to jump on, but something came up. So you only get you get the best. All right. Um, That's fine with me. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you don't want those other yahoos, anyways. Um, right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, let's just get so. Let me let me start with this. So um right now you're west coast. Is that where you were in the 80s growing up? Yep. That's where I was. So where at on the west coast? I am in the Monterey area, but I went to school in San Francisco and um I got to know some people while I was up there. All right. So you're so you grew up in the San Francisco area? No, actually I grew up in the Monterey area. Area. Okay. So when did you first become um familiar with Night Ranger? What was your first uh what do you remember first? Was it the videos, MTV? It was the Dawn Patrol time and um I don't remember specifically if it was a video, maybe don't tell me you love me, but um, they were coming to play in Santa Cruz and um, we got a carload together and we went to see the band in Santa Cruz and after that, it's all history. <laughs> so would that have been the Dawn Patrol tour? Yes. Okay, so now were they like headlining or were they opening for someone at that show? They were headlining. It it was, you know, not a huge venue, uh-huh. but they were headlining. So did so did you go did you go as a fan and leave like as a hardcore fan? You know, was something about that show just make you fall in love with them even more or were you, were you like that when you just got the record? I went in as a as a casual fan and then I came out more of a fan but then I went you know then I went back to school in San Francisco being around um some of the other bay area bands and being familiar with the Bammies and everything the bay mm-hmm. area music awards yep. and um I I just kind of increasingly <laughs> got more into Night Ranger. I started out as a huge Journey fan. And, Another Bay Area band? Yeah, and I just had a thing for Bay Area music. And being in school in San Francisco, you know, I it was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got well, to see have- lots of good shows. I mean, you know, you had Journey, you had Night Ranger, Y&T, you mm-hmm. know, Huey Lewis and the News, some of those yep. guys came out of there. And, uh, um, you know, and of course, you know, the, you had the Grateful Dead. and um, mm-hmm. Santana. Jeff- yeah, Santana, Jefferson Airplane, all those guys. Um, so did you go see Night Ranger on like the Midnight Madness tour and the Seven Wishes? Oh, yeah. They used to play Bay Area shows, like, if I remember right, every holiday season, right around Christmas or New Year's, they would come back and and play. Um, they would usually do a New Year's Eve show, either in San Francisco or San Jose 
or Sacramento, Oakland, one mm -hmm. of those cities. And so I always, I always made it to one of those shows somewhere around there in the week. And because I know, I think they did one with like Eddie Money, and I think they did like a New Year's Eve show with Y and T. Um, one year, actually, I, I think I bought the ticket for the uh, um, the Y and T New Year's Eve show. But anyways, um, so being a you know a fan from the very beginning um when seven wishes came out seven wishes great album but kind of different than um midnight madness and dawn patrol uh did you think anything of it or were you along for the ride and enjoying it i loved all of it mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i i was um a big jeff watson fan Mm -hmm. So I anything that the band put out back then, I bought it the day it came out and I I loved it. Mm -hmm. So it so could here, be So you bought it when it when it came out. Now 1985, Seven Wishes. Were you buying it on LP? Were you buying it on cassette? LP. All right. Um now I was a Jeff Watson so, fan as well because I had the same initials. Um, <laughs> now I know you don't have the same initials. So was it the was it the uh, golden locks that uh, made your heart pitter patter? No, it was the eight fingers. Ah, right. So it uh, was the eight fingers. Um, so you got you know Midnight Madness. You got um, Seven Wishes. So. Big Life. When Big Life comes out, um, again, did you notice any difference? Were you, you know, like, because again, I'm, I'm younger than most Night Ranger fans. I mean, I know you're 29, but mm -hmm. um, uh, so I was 10 when Big Life came out. But I remember, <laughs> you know, my aunt buying it for me and I'm just like, yeah, this isn't the same. I mean, I still liked it. I still played the hell out of it. But, uh, you know, if I want, I was 10 years old wanting to rock. So I was always going back to Midnight Madness, Dawn Patrol. I got Big Life and Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls at the same time. So I was always hitting the Motley Crue. Um, did, did you, you know, did you notice any change? Did you like Big Life when it came out? When you grabbed that record, when it came out, what did you think of Big Life? Big Life was probably around the peak of my night rangerness, <laughs> and um, I had gone to school to study audio engineering. So my Big Life dream was to go on the road with a band and be their audio engineer. Mm -hmm. So when Big Life came out, that was my theme. You know, I that I would sing that song in my head always. But um, I had I was in the fan club at that time, and that was run by um, Jeff's sister. Mm -hmm. And back then, old school, we just wrote a letter to to her, and she was very nice, and she. If I told her I was going to a show, she would send me passes for after the show. And so that's how I ended up with the Hearts Away um, video tickets. Was she... well, let, well, let me ask you this. Did had, up till that point, had you met the band at all? Um, I think Hearts Away was the first time I met the band. So um, how did you find out about the Hearts Away video shoot? Was it through the fan club? Was it from Jeff's sister writing back to you? How did that first come up to you? Um, I think there was a... Patty had made a list of um, Bay Area fans that were in the fan club. Mm -hmm. She sent out a letter to those of us who were within the Bay Area. 
and she told us, you know, if we want to come for the um, video shoot, they need an audience. So a bunch of us showed up. <laughs> that had to be a cool little letter to get. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, you know. <laughs> it was it was what we did back then. Well, yeah, well, we, we just now by the time people are watching this, this the episode will have been released. But we just recorded an episode yesterday where we talked about our ticket buying experiences, you know, Night Ranger. And, you know, we talked basically how archaic it was in the 80s and even into the 90s um, where you would you would mail a check in for tickets. And uh, <laughs> so I get exactly what you're saying, but um but it had to be cool to, oh, I got a letter, you know, in the mail. Open it up. Do you want to go to a Night Ranger video shoot? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so, um, so you got this Night Ranger video shoot. Now, did you know what, did it say what song it was going to be or anything like that? I think so. I think okay. they told us. But I, I'm not sure that the album was released at that time yet. All right. Um, now, uh, where was the video shot at? It was in Berkeley. I think it was called like the Berkeley Community Theater or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and how many fans were you know showed up were there? Ooh, I don't know. Um, more than a hundred maybe okay. now I, was it just the video shoot or did they play like you know any songs at all for anyone or they did they did some songs before the shoot began all i can remember was them doing um a whole lot of rosie <laughs> well that makes sense <laughs> they still like to do the uh the acdc i just saw them in nashville mm -hmm. a couple months ago and uh they threw in um Dirty Deeds or Highway to Hell or one of those songs. Um, so, so now the stage that they were playing on was, and this is, you know, as you know, I've mentioned on different podcasts, Big Life is kind of a weird tour for collectors because, you know, we have, um, there's, there's, like not bootleg, but there's bootleg audio or radio recordings of Night Ranger Live on the Dawn Patrol tour. There is the Japanese recording, you know, VHS recording or whatever of the Midnight Madness show. Obviously, everybody knows the VHS from Seven Wishes. And then there was the Westwood One audio version of it. Big or a man in motion. We had Japan in motion. So we had the the video for it and we had live in japan which was the audio there's nothing from big life there's no bootlegs of concerts there's no bootleg video of concerts the only video footage we have and it's and i've just kind of learned like to me i thought it was going to be hey we're on tour we're stopping in you know san francisco um in the middle of the show we're going to stop you know lip sync to hearts away and then go so really what we're finding out here is this maybe wasn't even part of the tour. This was just set up uh, for um, the, you know, just strictly a video shoot. Do you remember if the stage was like that all purple stage? Like, you know, like the keyboards were like purple and um, the uh, risers that they, you know, would get on in the middle of the stage, they were purple um, I guess I should have watched the fucking video before we did this. I might be able to tell. But, yeah, uh, I should have too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, um, do you remember anything about this the stage setup or anything like that? Not really. Just the big old panel of lights behind them. Yeah. If I if I'm remembering right. Yeah. Um, but I didn't I didn't notice anything um that was different in real life than from what was put into the video mm -hmm. i mean they they put in a bunch of um you know montage yeah. footage like and, they're in a studio and stuff yeah like that, and the recording. whole story but mm -hmm. um all the all the um 
concert stuff was shot that night. Yeah. Um, did Fitz break out the keytar? Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember watching Secret of My Success video and he's got the keytar and I'm like, what in the fuck? You know, and I'm pretty sure even at 10 years old, I was saying the exact same. Word. Um, so, uh, so now you said there was a rat, they had like raffle. Was that something when you first came in? How did the whole raffle thing go? Yeah. Um, when everybody came in and we all took, took our seats, you know, um, Patty came out on the stage and announced that they held a little raffle in the back and put everybody's name in. And um, they first raffled off Brad's Bumblebee shirt. Ah, so there's the shirt. We we know where the uh, pants are. The pants are in the Hard Rock in Japan. <laughs> so we need to go find. Is it Patty's her name, right? Jeff's yeah. Sister? We need to go track her down and get that old roster and go through it all and find Brad's shirt. <laughs> I cannot remember the name of the guy who won, but he was a local guy from, I want to say Petaluma or somewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. And he, you know, I wonder where that shirt is today. Probably lost yeah. it two divorces to go and, you know, <laughs> it went to a, a thrift store or something um so all right so that's cool so we know so so that's where that's where the bumblebee shirt went and then she said that um next we're gonna raffle off jack's pants that he wore in the um four in the morning video and we all know the video it's this where they're taken by the space girls and Mm -hmm. they're treated to a concert by these weird space guys wearing strange clothes and jack had these crazy looking turquoise jeans with all these geometric shapes on them and um they and i look a little bit like this those are the (laughs) that is so cool so um he did say that they were ripped on stage so my mom had sewn it up (laughs) (laughs) my mom sewed up a little hole in in the rip and and uh that other patch on the knee came with it i don't know what jack did to do to uh rip the knee but they're they're pretty funny (laughs) and um after after the video shoot was over I went into the bathroom and I tried them on and lo and behold, they fit me. Because, <laughs> and, and we'll, I'll post the photo up here so people can yeah. see it while they're, wa- if they're watching, but uh, you got a picture with Jack, you know, it's a great photo. We've shared it on the page a few times, but uh, you got a picture with Jack and you're kind of, lean back with your legs up near so you can uh, see the pants and everything that was a different that was okay. a different all right show. so all right well then we'll get to that so yeah. um so when they called your name uh oh look at that little dawn patrol reference uh when they when they called your name <laughs> uh you know did um how did that that'd be a cool sense of excitement since you said you were at your peak of night ranger um, <laughs> fandom uh wow. i'm i'm kind of a shy kind of person i mean my my friends won't tell you that but um when it comes to being around people i don't know i am <laughs> kind of you know yeah so i just kind of slowly walked up to the stage and <laughs> and she handed me the pants and I was just shocked. I think I was in shock the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember what else they auctioned off? Did that was it. it. Just oh. the, the shirt and the pants. All right. So we still got to figure out what happened to Kelly's uh, pajamas that he wore during <laughs> uh, seven, 
seven wishes. Um, uh, so, um, yeah, just what else do you, you know, what else do you remember about that day? Is there anything else that kind of sticks out or? Um, how long did it last? Like, you know, what time did it start? You know, was it like a, during the, you know, afternoon? Yeah, we showed up in the afternoon. Um, I want to say they let us in the building somewhere, probably like five-ish or so. Mm -hmm. We went in and they, they did their warm up and they just, they just kept going. It didn't last all night, but Mm -hmm. it probably lasted, I'd guess, till maybe 10 or so. All right. But I, I do remember um, one thing that Patty said before the whole thing started was the guys are working. This is a job for them and they are working. So don't, don't screw it up. You know? yeah. And that those words always kind of stuck with me whenever, you know, I see a show and I see like the techs working and you know don't harass them don't ask them for guitar picks don't you know they're working they've got a job to do I guess that comes from my audio engineering background Mm -hmm. did um did did you get to meet them or anything at the end of the show at the end of the night I did um after I put the pants on and I was so surprised that they fit me and I did see Patty again in the building afterwards and we had a good laugh and she said I gotta go get Jack I gotta go get Jack and so Jack came out and that was the first time that I met him and we also got to meet Kelly that night Mm -hmm. so my friend got a picture with Kelly and um at that time selfies weren't the thing you know yeah so he back then I had the clunky film camera and I asked him you know I said hey Kelly I I know that um or I had heard that you're pretty good at taking the pictures like like this and so can we get one and he says yeah sure so you know that was way before cell phones (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you got to meet, you got to meet Kelly and you got to meet Jack. What did, uh, what was Jack's reaction to the pants? He was laughing. He loved it. It was, <laughs> it was fun. So, so um, then, um, I had him sign the pants, but it wasn't even in, with a sharp, it was a, a thin permanent pen, but that, mm-hmm. that wore off a long time ago because <laughs> no one expected that I would wear them and wash them yeah. <laughs> um so uh so after you know the big lie did you see them live on like on that tour yeah i saw them probably a week or or more later because they played in sacramento mm-hmm. and did so you wear the pants? i had I wore the pants to Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so how about uh, Man in Motion when that came out? Do you, you know, what was your thoughts on that? And no fits in the group. I liked it. Um, I don't know if some people kind of poo-poo that album. But um, I like it. It there's some really good stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think you know it's a fan favorite. I mean, um, I think if people rank their Night Ranger albums, you know, at least all of us hardcores, you know, eight thousand of us on the Fans of Motion page, I would say Man in Motion is probably in most people's top five. Um, okay, it's good. just um, <laughs> it's uh, it's an album everybody likes songs like reason to be um don't start thinking and like halfway to the sun are three songs 
that a lot of people have as, you know, oh, I wish they would play this deep cut, you know, so it's those mm-hmm. definitely don't start thinking I'm alone tonight. And I've always said it's kind of like the sister song to when you close your eyes, you know, they're very somewhat similar. And if don't start thinking I'm alone tonight was released just a few years earlier, it probably would have been a huge hit. But when that was released, you kind of had, you know, the harder bands were kind of starting to take over. You had the Motley Crues and um, Guns N' Roses and the White Snakes and bands like Survivor, Aria Speedwagon and Night Ranger were kind of, you know, being phased out even in 1988. I I had always um, thought of them not as heavy metal, but stainless steel. Yep. Much polished, much more polished. So... Did you see him on the uh, Man in Motion tour? I'm pretty sure I did. I um, I was going to shows every year, probably until their their breakup. In what 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 year was that? Ninety something. Well, no, they the the Man in Motion record was released in September of '88, and the last night ranger shows i think they played they may have been in like the california area so i'm pretty sure they played like san diego in late december so they were probably doing those shows you know in december on the west coast but uh really the last shows that they did were january and february and um they were broken up by that spring Um, yeah yeah, I uh, remember. Um, I remember Patty having to explain that in the fan club newsletter, and it was hard to explain. <laughs> explain that they broke up. Yeah, or that you know the whole thing with the record company and and everything. Yeah. So that. I mean, that's that was... now see that's new too. I think we got a guy on the page. I think it's, I think his name's Richard. And he has some of those old fan club newsletters. And he, I remember he had the one where they announced that Fitz left. But um, we've never, I've never heard or I've never seen where they sent a fan club letter out announcing the breakup. Um, so that's, again, something uh, um, new that, you know, we learned. Um, I think I have it, but it's buried. It's, it's buried yeah. in a big old box of old stuff, and one of these days I'm going to have to definitely get out my um. And I tell you what, I tell I'll tell people that those newsletters, I've been buying Night Ranger stuff for over thirty years, and I don't think I've ever seen those fan club like newsletters or magazines, whatever you want to call them, up for sale um we hold not, on to them yeah not well <laughs> yeah i mean well one there probably wasn't a lot you know going out you know probably maybe a couple thousand right but you know it's all going out to young people teenagers you read them and then you know they you know 90 percent of them probably go in the trash the 10 percent that are kept even again with divorces and moves those are going to be gone and then the you know the people that do have them you know obviously don't want to let go of them and so like I said I've never seen any of them on sale and Richard you know he was kind enough to post some on the uh, page. How bad was your heart broken when you got that newsletter and Night Ranger had broken up? It was it was pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> I re- it, yeah, it was. It, it hurt <laughs> i i remember you know night ranger's greatest hits came out and again i'll you know 1988 i'm 11 years old so uh the greatest hits came out in 89 and i forget guys you know with you know my parents up in columbus and i think you know i had the money or something or they were going to get it for me for christmas or birthday so they went in my my stepdad went into the record store and grabbed the greatest hits bought it and came back out and um he told me that the records 
you know, the guy that cashed him out had said that they had broken up. And, you know, I'm a, I'm 12 years old or whatever, just like, you know, now what am I going to do? Right. Like, <laughs> you know, they, they had been a, my favorite band since I was six, which is half my life at that point, you know? So, um, uh, so was there a spark of happiness when you first heard of damn Yankees? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. <laughs> yeah. They were, they toured two albums, if yeah. I'm correct. Yeah. And I probably saw them maybe about five times. All right. And um, yeah, they toured uh, 90, 91, 92, and, you know, up until August of 93. So um, yeah, I, I saw them quite a few times. And I got another story for you. There you go. Let's hear it. <laughs> In the album liner notes um, on Damn Yankees, there's thanks to Umberto and Hector Neverleave. Yes. The Neverleave yes. brothers. Yep. yep. So uh, Jack was Umberto and Tommy was Hector. So when we, when I went to their show, um, here in the Bay Area, I got a couple of, back then, it was the painter's caps, and it said Yankees, New York Yankees. Mm -hmm. Well, I took my crafty little fabric paints, and I put damn across it, and then on, on um, one on the bill, I wrote Umberto, and then on the other hat, I wrote Hector, so my friend and I went to the show together and there we were right in the pit and, you know, we're dancing around and, and I took off, Jack saw me and he saw my hat and he says, come on, give it to me, give it to me. So I did, I gave him my hat. He danced around on the stage with it for a song. And then after the song, he gave it back to me. So, there you so that was, that's my <laughs> Umberto hat. <laughs> um you still got that yeah i do that's good i think i posted a picture of that on the on the page uh, well you know uh, i had to uh go uh, do a little bit of a search and see if i could yeah. find that one um so was it green no it was blue blue all right um New because they they did um because i've seen some on ebay and maybe they're maybe that's where I saw the green, but they're like you know that neon color that was popular in the early '90s. I think it was green, but it says "Damn Yankees," and you know it's just like you know if it was, I think they probably had it for twenty or thirty bucks. So I'm like, you know, you just want to kind of buy it just to you know <laughs> just show up in it. And uh, but uh, mine um, was not on eBay. It's one of a kind. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, uh, in between, you know, Night Ranger breaking up and damn Yankees, um, and the Night Ranger, you know, reformed with, you know, Kelly, Brad, and Gary Moon in right around 91. Um, did you ever see like Jeff's, you know, like, you know, he had the Jeff Watson group and then it become, <laughs> became Barnaby Wild. Um, and you know, Brad had Mega Mega, which I don't know if they ever did any shows. Um, but did you ever see any of those solo shows there in the late 80s, early 90s? I did see um the band with Gary Moon. I saw that show once or twice, I think. Mm -hmm. And then I did see Jeff's band. I think he was going by the Jeff Watson band at that time. Okay. So yeah. Um, how was that Jeff? Do uh, you remember like when that Jeff Watson show would have been? Uh, you know, anything you remember about it? Because that's a very good... early 90s. Um, I was working at a theater here and they came to play the theater. So I was, I pretty much sat right there on the side of the stage behind the speakers the whole show. And um, I think I, I tried to take some pictures. I'm not sure 
if any of them turned out though did you get to meet now did you get to meet jeff your boy i had met him um back in sacramento that the um time right after the heart okay. story video all right so i had i had met my boy all right um so uh so you know you get the 90s going you got you know the night ranger with gary moon and 1997 they get all back together are you still invested in the band at that point where you're excited that they're getting back together or you know you you kind of like in the middle of adulthood and got other shit going on exactly <laughs> um i stuck stuck around with them for a little bit i remember seeing um i know jeff was there I remember seeing the band play in Monterey at a small club. Um, they weren't as popular as, you know, they weren't uh -huh. at the height of their popularity. But I do remember seeing them locally in Monterey. And I went up to the, the, the stage was only like six inches off <laughs> the floor. So I remember going up to the side of the stage and when they were, um brad reached his hand out to you know give high fives and stuff and i grabbed his hand and i didn't let go until he looked at me and when he did you know he saw who who the hell's got my hand and won't let go <laughs> <laughs> and and then he recognized me and then kelly handed me a pair of drumsticks and the security guy tried to take them away from me I guess he thought that I would use them as a weapon or something. Well, it, and Kelly, Kelly had to tell them, no, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, so that's like the, you know, the 97, 98. So is it, did you ever get like a, you know, have did you stay just with them or was there ever like a resurgence where you get a little bit older and you're making a little bit more money and life calms down a little bit and you're like, or you just rediscover, you know, a band like, you know, you haven't listened to them in really 15 years and all of a sudden you put it in, you're like, fuck, I really like this. You know, like, why did mm -hmm. I stop? And so yeah. you know, was there anything like that? Like what, you know, describe your Night Ranger fandom for the last 20 years the anything past um motion i really didn't buy uh -huh. so slap my hand you know well, slap as... you like being born you know, that's a song <laughs> off neverland you'll have to go get yeah so i i think um i've heard it but i've never really gone out and bought any of those Mm -hmm. um releases after motion and i kind of took over you know i kind of fell in love with a different band and my crazy fandom was directed elsewhere <laughs> and who was who was this band who do we got to blame queen's right all right so are you uh are you team jeff tate or team no queen's <laughs> Todd so, Latori is my man. <laughs> all right. Um, see, like, you know, I know Andy, I know Andy's a big Queensryche fan. I I would assume Brent is too. Now with me, not that I, you know, cared less or anything about Queensryche, but, you know, when I was younger, you know, my buddies like Queensryche, but to me, I, I just never could get into bands. He was just too good of a singer. Like it was too slick and there has to be something. I was like, now I like dream theater though. That's, you know I mean? It's like, you know, so I, I contradict myself and then it's like, you know, I'm 13 years old and, you know, I'm kind of rocking the empire. Then all of a sudden, you know, I'm getting a social studies lesson, you know, I don't, eh, eh, you know, like I don't care about the gross national product of you know the United States and all that shit. So I kind of checked checked out yeah 
They um, were referred to as the thinking man's band. Yeah. And so. when I was a teenager, I was thinking, but it wasn't up here. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, but my buddies and everybody, you know, enjoyed them. And you know, I will listen to them occasionally, but to me, they're kind of like Dawkins, another group that I probably should like because I like groups just like them. But I don't listen to that, you know, just never got it. Um, but I did see Queensryche um, with the new lineup. Uh, well, it wasn't that long ago. Last year, uh, opening for Judas Priest in Charleston, West Virginia, the uh, mighty metropolis that it is. Um, so, and they were good. I thought what was interesting was they didn't play a lot of hits. Um, they played. How long ago? This was, was just it, last this is... year, last year, about a year okay. ago. Been playing spring of 22. Um, okay. They played Empire. No, maybe. Like, it was either Empire or Jet City Woman, and that yeah. was, like, really the only hit. They played, you know, a couple others, but, uh, you know, there was no silent lucidity or, um, like I said, if they didn't, if they played, uh, you know, empire then they didn't play jet city woman i was just surprised you know and i'm fine with it you know i guess i don't you know like you know we always talk about night ranger everybody's wanting to hear him play all these deep tracks and I'm like that's great if you're a hardcore fan but um but uh so queens right so uh yeah. with so, with queens with queens it's if you know you know you know we know. We don't stop to explain things. <laughs> um, did I? Uh, I mean, I will give like Queensrÿche is like. I mean, I I follow Queensrÿche more because it's like uh, like Young and the Restless. You know, it's like they're getting spitting on each other, and then you know they break up, and then the 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 group you know that you know half the group that went and kept the band name, then they start fighting with each other. The drummer goes AWOL. You know, that's, that's the same with Journey. I'm so oh, disappointed. Journey's, Journey's a fucking mess. Yeah, um, it's the Neil Sean shit show. <laughs> well, okay, so I saw Journey last year, and it was, I mean, you talk about a band going through motions. Like, it sucked. Um, but there is, if you go look, there's... Uh, a podcast is not very popular because the topic of journey that they talk about but he gets all the like legal proceedings all the legal documents and goes through it and explains what you know this is and what this is i think the guy is either an attorney or he's something with the law so it's not very interesting you know it's not about the music and sex and drugs um but uh Anyways, I saw it somewhere and I, I you know, I listened to it and he he breaks into it. Basically, the way the court proceeding is, is Jonathan Kane has basically as a corporation is, is doing like a hostile takeover. So they split the expenses in half. But. Um, Jonathan Kane can see what. Neil spends, but Neil cannot see what Jonathan Kane spends. So, whereas, you know, his argument is, um, you know, I can't see, you know, are are we paying your roadie, or are you paying it like you should? He can't see the journey finances. Um, so, anyways, that's where all that that um is and he even you know he will give some opinion on stuff he obviously knows some you know some of the uh journey history because he'll he talks about like how you had uh ross and um steve smith and that he also he brings up some of those cases and he goes you know this was kind of weird that jonathan kane did this in that situation because it almost like he's eliminating people and you know he eliminated those two and when he did this he they submitted these and so suddenly now you know it hurts neil 
And anyways, it was interesting, but um, kind of a boring read. So, uh, but that that guy will stay busy <laughs> with his podcast. Oh, I mean, and, uh, he had a couple, uh, you know, a couple of them where you know, just with the newest, newest stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Ever ever since Neil married that the housewife woman, mm-hmm. I swear he, there's been a lawsuit constantly but either with him or her involved you know well um well that's another thing the guy you know he would he'll throw in clips and um i don't know what her name is but the girl that jonathan kane's married to she's like a minister or something and uh (laughs) he did softcore porn and uh uh you know they you know he's like and he goes you know he's talking about money and he's like and it's kind of weird when this is filed you know she she said this and then they go to like you know like her on stage preaching and she'll say just something like you're just like sitting there like She's saying this in front of like people like during like a sermon or you know whatever. It's one of these big TV churches, right? And like there was one part where she said something about Neil dying. Like yeah, if Neil died, blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, you know, it's just like <laughs> it's just crazy. Anyways, um, yeah, because the girl that Neil's married to, she was the one that uh, I don't know, was it during Clinton or uh, she crashed. Yeah, uh, her and her husband at the time. Yes, they basically were able to get fake invites and got a picture with the president and um and yeah, caused a you know, a big to do because you know, who who else could do that? Yes. Yeah. But uh, And then she she ran away with the band and you know, met the band on on the road and just kept going with them and yeah, her the husband... only thing i'll give her is i mean give them is you know they've been together for 15 20 years yeah. whatever it is and if you can do that you know you got but, my <laughs> but um, would you leave your husband and and have him you know fill out a missing persons report on you because you took off and joined the circus <laughs> Well, listen, man, if, uh, you know, crazy. if I'm, you know, with, you know, some lady and, um, you know, it's okay. You know, let's say I'm with, uh, I'm with, uh, you know, oh, who can we say? Um, Lita um, Ford. Yeah, let's just say <laughs> Lita Ford, right? I'm with Lita Ford. You know, that's all right. You know, Lita Ford was hot, you know, back in the day. She's still beautiful now, right? But then all of a sudden, uh, who can I think of? Just, uh, uh, you know, one of these young, I don't even, you know, who who the fuck's out there anymore. Uh, uh, but one of the Kardashians girls or whatever, right? Uh, you know, and I'm only thinking about the money. But suddenly they want my ass. Fuck yeah, I'm joining that circus. Like, you know, I'll see you le- later, Lita. Um, you know, I'm going <laughs> to go here. So yeah, Lita might file a missing persons report on a uh, old weave because you know she would want me back but i'd be saying listen <laughs> you know i'm with the kardashians they kind of look like chewbacca without hair a little bit but i'm going with it because they got the dough um <laughs> so um so when did the queen's thing start after empire came out all right so but you yeah. know when you know all yeah, right, so, so so I had to go back in the catalog and yeah. and get caught up. So um, so when was the last time you saw Night Ranger? Probably around twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, somewhere in there. You still enjoyed Just, as much as you did back in the day? Yeah, I mean, I I saw them with Reb. And then mm-hmm. I I saw them probably about four or five times with Joel. And Joel, um, anyone who knows me on Facebook, Joel is my other pretend boyfriend. So 
and uh, he knows that <laughs> yeah joel's a uh joel's a good guy he, you know, we had it he was one of the you know very first guys we had in our on right. the uh, podcast is uh that's well. how i found you oh here we go through joel all right well i guess i'll so, a, um, a beer for that one yeah and then um i had seen them with kelly a few times mm-hmm. but i haven't seen them since the pandemic all right um have you uh now are you, i i know uh, you, you told me earlier but i i don't remember uh are you still in that san francisco area I am in the Monterey Bay area. All right, I have no so a so, couple uh, couple hours south of San Francisco. Right. So um, now is Jeff still in San Francisco? Where's he is in North um, Marin County? Okay, in the North Bay. All right. You ever uh, when you, have you seen Jeff at any shows or anything since he was in the band? I have not. I haven't seen mm-hmm. Jeff. Um, I'm friends with him on Facebook, but mm-hmm. other than that, I don't think he leaves home very often. Yeah. Well, I know he, well, we had the, he had you know, the surgery, surgery. And then um, not that we talked often, but I was trying to get him on the podcast. This would have been probably 2020 and he had just had back surgery. But with the pandemic, he wasn't able to go get like physical therapy and stuff. And I know, mm. you know, he was saying just, you know, he couldn't do it right. You know, you know, maybe, you know, at the beginning of the year or something. But uh, um, so, yeah. Uh, so so you don't have any you haven't been listening to any of the new Night Ranger stuff. You didn't go out and get ATBPO. No, I did not. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> And that, but that's that's what I, you know, I kind of, you know, tell. You know, I, I brought up to Brent and Andy when we kind of were adding Robin and Lisa, you know, into the mix on the podcast. They are classic era fans and really don't listen to any of the newer stuff. And where me, Brent, and Andy, you know, we're into everything. And I told him that would be, you know, it's an interesting perspective of having that um that perspective of where they are just classic era you know fans and um because we always assume yeah if you're a night ranger fan you're getting the new records and everything else. i will say you're missing out um there are some great night ranger tunes on neverland great night ranger tunes on seven um and really you know the studio albums you know since uh somewhere in california have all been you know good now is it classic night ranger sound yeah you know i mean i don't think anybody does anything the same as they were in 1982 right. um but uh it's still good and you know i there are a lot of bands that i enjoy that put out new music and it's if i can get two good songs off of it i'm happy and um generally speaking all these records straight through are pretty good ah so you got jack blades's four in the morning pants didn't you almost <laughs> lose them what what was that story oh <laughs> yeah i went to see them somewhere in the joel era mm-hmm. and we, i was up front they started playing the song for the morning and i was waving them you know and everything but Jack didn't see me. So I had tossed them up on the, on the edge of the stage, kind of like I had thrown my hat on the stage mm-hmm. years before. So I thought Jack would pick them up and kind of, you know, shake them around or something and recognize them and know who they were from. The stage tech came and ran onto the stage and grabbed the pants before Jack even saw him. So there I see my pants going off stage. And I thought, oh, they're gone forever. You know, I'm never going to get them back now. But then when Jack came out for bows, he he saw me and um, I yelled to him, Jack, go get my pants back from, from the stage hand. 
And so he did, he went backstage and he got my pants and he brought them back out to me. So <laughs> did he, did he, but he probably, did he catch on that they were from four in the morning? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure um, if he, if he these guys, these part. guys are their own worst historians. Uh, you know, people will be like, <laughs> you know, if we're trying to figure out something, you know, history wise in the band, you know, people, you know, will tell me or leave a comment. Well, ask, you know, ask them. I'm like, they're the worst person to ask you know you know <laughs> one it's you know 40 some you know almost 40 years ago and two they were rock stars in the 80s um you know so uh, <laughs> um but uh yeah you're gonna um when i get the touring night ranger museum going to travel all around the united states and spread the gospel of night ranger i'm gonna have to uh get a loan out for those uh pants and put those on on display um so uh um yeah so (laughs) so what other any other good night ranger stories that you can think of before we uh sign off here i do want to say that night ranger has given me the opportunity to meet a lot of people back in the day um one one person that I'm still friends with now, shout out to Erica. Um, we we met through the fan club. She and I were both at that Hearts Away video shoot. And um, Patty thought that we'd make good friends and we did. So we had <laughs> we had kept going to all the Night Ranger shows together. And um we she was also a um, big fan of Eric Martin, so mm-hmm. we went to Another a lot Bay of his shows together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all I can say about the power of music brings yes. people together. So uh, was your was was your life complete when you found me fans in motion? <laughs> yeah. Or were you like, holy shit? There's there's a there's a lot more. Uh, dedicated yahoos out there than just me (laughs) yeah i i like to read the posts from the people from the old era you know Mm -hmm. people who were in the fan club way back when yeah and remember patty or Lindsay. her she went by the name Lindsay back then Um, um but i i like to read those yeah well, like I said, I just remember you, uh, you know, when you first, you know, posted that it was just cool to know, like, okay, you know, because you wonder, you know, I don't know if you wonder, but, it, it, you know, where's that stuff at? And <laughs> um, you see a, a picture and I got these and I was like, holy shit, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, because like, I remember watching, I don't know, something on VH1 probably 20 years ago and, uh, it was the hard rock cafe, like whoever like did the job of getting stuff to, you know, hang in the restaurants. And he went to Brian Johnson's house, lead singer of ACDC. And, um, you know, he just goes to his closet, right? This just looks like a regular closet, like in an apartment building. And he has a box and he's like, well, here's some lyrics and stuff. And like, there's the handwritten lyrics to like, for those about the rock or something he just has them in a box and um he's like there's these shoes i wore them i think we'll get rid of them but you know if you want i wore them in the you know uh the rate you know uh money talks video but if you don't want i'm gonna spot you know he picks them up like getting ready to throw them away he's like i will take those you know it's just like so you know i always think about that um yeah i got you know the 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 like the blue uh what's the remember the turquoise you know uh who was it that wanted that was that andy or or you well i don't know about you know uh, wondering but like brent had one when he you know back in the day somebody really loved that jacket because of jack yeah i think they they brent found it like at chess king or something like that back in the day but you know it's again it's like that's so iconic from that seven wishes era and um 
yeah, you know, Jack probably, you know, lined a dog cage or something with it, you know, in the nineties or something. Um, you know, or just like Brad getting, you know, getting rid of that um the bumblebee shirt. The bumblebee shirt to where now, I mean, it's kind of iconic in the whole yeah. Night Ranger lore to where I'm pretty sure he could probably sell it for a good little chunk of change, you know, uh make a house payment or something with it. Um I don't know if you remember Jeff used to wear a white shirt with stars on it. It was a button-up shirt and it had blue stars on it. I don't know about the blue stars. I remember like a white button-up that had like blue lines. No, not that one. All right. And if you notice in the one like he wears it in one video, and if you watch like maybe it's the Sister Christian video, Brad's wearing the same shirt like. (laughs) um yeah so if you go look I, someone pointed that out on the uh the page and i was like i'll be damned it sure enough is but uh yeah so that but what the star shirt the star shirt um jeff said that his sister bought for him at macy's <laughs> really <laughs> which uh, it just made me laugh here he is you know buying stage clothes at macy's <laughs> well I would like to know with Jeff. Um, remember, remember, it was like a you look like a like he was in the marching band and had the Night Ranger logo on it. It was like white and red. Um, I kind of remember that one. Um, goofy as hell. I thought it was cool as hell though. You know, in the in 1985, but it'd be interesting to see you know where where that ended up. But uh, I I liked his bowling shoes. I think I saw those in a hard rock somewhere, but I right. I can't remember. But I really liked his bowling yeah. shoes. I do know. <laughs> I think there's is it a guitar or an outfit? Um, but something of his at the Hard Rock in Iowa. Okay, um, I I uh, saw a flying V of his in Tahoe. All right. So I'm sure they move around though. Yeah. So it it could have been the same. But Brad's pants, you know, that was a great thing about the page, was a fan in Japan posted them there. And it's like, we all wondered where the shirt went. Like, where's the shirt mm-hmm. at? And I don't know if we kind of knew that or not until until this uh, exclusive interview with uh, Melissa Gong. <laughs> all right, Melissa. Well, I appreciate you coming on and sharing these these stories. Uh, again, Night Ranger Minutia, we learned uh, um uh, some interesting uh, new stuff to where you know, the Hearts Away video isn't really from the live tour. It's beforehand at a theater. And um, we learned where Brad's shirt is. And we got to see, hold those pants up again. Let's take another gander at them. <laughs> Old Jack Blades. Yep. So there yeah. you go. Go watch the four in the morning. Uh, the uh, video kind of matches the. Uh, the jacket he would eventually wear. Yeah, um, I think he used to wear them together. Maybe. Uh, we'll uh, have to. I'll have. I'll try to find some photos and post yeah. them up here. But uh, but he also I'll, had some white ones like this. Yes, I remember. Yeah, because it kind of looks. If you think about, it, it kind of looked like a like a Dalmatian or a cow because they're white and they got like the black, like the black. Well, actually, they're just geometric kind of. I know, but from a distance. <laughs> you just see like they look like spots i'm like is that dalmatian uh um but uh uh melissa you got anything to say to anybody out there in the uh, fans in motion world before we sign off here no just shouting out to my friends erica and uh hopefully i'll get to see joel this christmas with tso yeah um look at this Oh, there you go. Right there they oh, are. There they are. Yep. Um that all I did was type in Jack Blades 1985. And uh they showed right up. Here's the uh white ones you were talking about. Yep. Um yep. we wonder who has those. Um <laughs> and look you at probably throw them out or sent them to Goodwill. Look at this. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> there so yeah. what uh hold on i can maybe find out what the date of that 
is let's see here real quick i'm interested let's see no not that one that one right there august 5th 1985 all right yep so yeah. uh there you go you got your own little personal night ranger uh good piece of history but uh melissa thank you for joining us and uh thank i appreciate you. it and um yeah i'm gonna you're gonna have to uh, i'm gonna have to come out to california see a night ranger show and have okay. you bring those out um okay. i could maybe put one leg in them if that um it's <laughs> better than me <laughs> you know what's crazy what's crazy is get jack, them over my hips <laughs> jack could probably still wear them um, <laughs> But uh, anyways, Melissa, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Okay, I hope you do come out this way. <laughs> I will try. Think of it, I hold the world in the palm of my hand.